Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Were you glad to see Julio be moved out of the uh, top spot? Are you one of those guys that was not happy with him? Or would or are you one of those guys that likes to stay in the same order? What were your thoughts on the new lineup here in the last game of the series? Well, I liked it. I liked the way it looked on paper. Um, I, I'm not one of these freak out people. That's like, we need to send him to the minors or we needed him to do this. Do I think, you know, Julio could have a day off or which he had because of his back or some sort of like, Hey, you know, we, we got to work back up to this. I think the, the change in the lineup, I don't want to call it a demotion, but I do feel like the leadoff hitter, there's a bigger added responsibility to it, you know, in traditional baseball or in uh, modern baseball right now, uh, especially where you're putting guys there specifically because you want them to get that extra AB. You can't have somebody hitting there, whether it's a superstar or anybody that's hitting 205. You know, that, that, that doesn't work. Not enough walks. It just doesn't work. You have the low on base percentage that that doesn't work. Um, does are the power numbers there? They're all right. You know, six home runs, not, not too great for 38 games, but also not bad uh, at all. I mean, a lot of uh, for a power hitter, maybe that's not a lot right now, but you know, the, the good swings that have turned into hits have seemed to have been the home runs from him. Um, and yeah, I like him down at six. This, yeah. His splits from this year compared to last year when he struggled last year, you know, in my opinion, he didn't really chase as much. He just kind of took, you know, the, the called strike that was outside and he just, you know, dealt with it this time around, you know, like I mentioned, his stats are very similar in these last two years, more home runs this year, but he's just chasing so much more. And I agree with you. Um, you know, yeah. why not take a little pressure off of him and send him yeah. down in the order a little bit to Jared Kelnick's uh, area where he started off. Yeah. And look, the, the six spots, a nice spot. You put him at six. Look who's hitting seventh. I mean, I assume what we saw today is what they're going to try for a little bit. You got JP who's been getting on base. Who's been knocking guys in. Who's uh, had a lot of two out hits. Um, you know, he gets a walk today. He gets, you know, he gets on base. He gets a, gets a good hit, knocks somebody in. Um, he does his job. 
Julio goes one for four. Nothing great. I mean, the problem with the Mariners so far this year, though, is, you know, if the top guys aren't coming through, there's nobody really to pick them up. You know, we did have that instance, like you mentioned, in game two of the series where a couple of your guys lower in the lineup who don't play every day came through and got a couple hits and won you that game. But for the most part, there hasn't been a full team that's kind of had it going all at the same time. And, you know, hopefully they get that to click so they can, you know, squeak out a few more of these runs, you know, like the, the Kirby one in Philly, the, the Logan game in game one. I mean, it's just, that's heartbreaking to pitch that well and nothing to show for it. No. Yeah. It just, every time that happens, just like, I feel like the ghost of, Felix or I just Hernandez. feel like, yeah, Felix Hernandez, it goes, yeah, it just <laughs> goes across like the, I know he's still with us. I should say just the image of like, like if we, if we were like staring at a wall or a, like a mosaic picture and you're like, what do you see? What do you see with all these pitching and hitting performances? And you took all of the box scores and made a mosaic. It would just make a face of Felix. That, that's what's going on. <laughs> You know, and um, with Julio, I know he's going to be all right. And I know he's going to turn it on. I'm sure he's going to have a good second half of the season. And I'm saying second half where we've only played 38, but we, we're we almost a quarter of the way of the season. Yeah, at, a couple the, games away the, from him. A series away. So what I am afraid for Julio and for the Mariners, and this also – is part of the pressure on it. It's like, we have the all-star game coming here. I mean, there's nobody that they could have penciled in that they thought on this team more than Julio Rodriguez, given also what he did in the home run derby last year. And I know we're not picking all-star, all-star rosters right now, or we're not doing the votes right now, but it is, it's not looking very strong for him to get in on the numbers and the merit that, from this season uh, that could be proven different through popularity, but you also got guys like judge and you also got guys like trout. Um, I'm, I'm looking up the outfielders right now, Hanno. Um, And I'm going to look up some numbers. What are your thoughts on what I, what I said right there when I looked that up, there is no stat department today. No, I agree with you. Um, Like I said, it's, it's good to know that Julio, is having about the same season as he did last year. So that's good news for him to possibly make the all-star team. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is, is, you know, if he doesn't have as good a year as he hoped, I assume they'll want him to be the ambassador. Like they bring in, you know, the Albert Pujols, the Cabreras, you know, maybe not to be on the team or maybe to be on the team, but at least be involved and be the ambassador for the weekend of the all-star game, you know, and be in the Derby. So hopefully he gets to play in it. That's the ultimate goal. I mean, yeah. I, I still have a good feeling about that. It's still really early. And like I said, I just keep hope and faith because of his start last year in the first month of the season, he can get it turned around. I mean, right now you got guys like Hunter Renfro, 10 home runs, 26 yeah, ribbies. Yeah. You got Randy Rosarena. You got, Garcia yeah. on on Texas. Uh, you, you got guys too, like uh, Luke Rayleigh on Tampa Bay. Look what Tampa Bay is doing. Uh, you know, Luis Robert, better numbers. Trout's Trout, you know. Uh, 
and even on the state, you know, they got as far as the rankings here, they got Tay Oscar, obviously Jared Kelnick's above them. Then you got Josh Lowe, you know, he's hitting over 300 on Tampa Bay. You got Aaron's Judge. Uh, I mean, he's down here with like Max Kepler, Julio, Kyle Tucker, you know, uh, it, it's a tough, it's a tough spot. Uh, not that that matters. It was just something that I was thinking about today. As uh, as I saw that the All Star Game is you know like sixty days away, and I'm like, oof, just on just on that end, it would be disappointing not to see him in the home run derby, and not to say that he's not going to be like I do think he's going to snap out of this and snap out of this hard. I just hope he does it soon, just for for that, just just personally as a fan of Julio. No, I, I get you. It's a good thing to think about, you know and. You know, it might be the case where he's some sort of supplemental pick because, you know, like I mentioned, uh, get a Seattle guy in here. But, I mean, right now when you're thinking of all-stars for the Mariners, I mean, hitting-wise, maybe J.K., but yep. for the most part, it's starting pitching. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I could see a, a situation where you got three starting pitchers and you got one or two bullpen guys, you know, like Mariners. I think when we were talking about, I can't remember what we were picking, how many people were maybe going to be on the all-star team, but it was around like a handful. Um, you're never going to really match what you did in uh, 2001. I mean, that would be hard. And we had a career, you know, year as far as wins. Mm-hmm. So that was incredible. Yeah. That's just something I was thinking about, not to bring every, not to not to give everybody some some anxiety here, but we are going to Detroit.
charge.